You are listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. If you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. On this episode of The Powerful Creator Show, I interview Lisa Melchior, your thinking partner and accountability coach. Lisa is an executive director and certified coach, speaker, and trainer for the John Maxwell team and a certified partner with the Winning Minds Group. She empowers emerging leaders and organizations who have direct influence on people, communities, and society by helping them navigate their unique path of success. I am so honored to get to speak with Lisa on this episode, and I'm sure that you will enjoy what she has to say. Lisa, beautiful Lisa, thank you for joining me all the way from St. Thomas. How lucky are you? (laughs) Very lucky, I guess. It's it's a pleasure to be here and it's a pleasure to be with you, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. I know how busy you are with all the stuff you have going on in your exciting and productive life. So we're going to dive into a whole bunch of stuff. But my first question that I like to ask all of my guests is what it means to you when I say that you're a powerful creator or to be a powerful creator. What does that mean to you in your life? Well, thanks for the question. And uh, I know when you first, you know, when I first hear, heard about that question, my thought was powerful creator. That could go a number of ways mm-hmm. uh, because, you know, me being a Christian, I think of God as the powerful creator. But the thing about being a Christian and believing that doctrine is that we are all created in God's image. Therefore, we have, you know, the power to do whatever we set our minds to do. And we just need to, we just need to walk in that and know that we can just, we can do it. And what I find is many of us, we walk in fear. We walk in so much fear because of our, what I refer to as BS, um, our belief system, Mm. you know, things that you know, were told to us as kids by our parents or by our teachers or just by thoughts that we have all the time that limits us from, from, you know, being the creators that we should be because, you know, we do have the power within us. And once we do realize that, then we just need to go forward and do it, you know, just put everything aside and to say, you know what, and I, I say this, you know, with all respect, to hell with everyone else. <laughs> you know, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I love yeah. your acronym for belief system as BS because I'm, you know, I've never heard it put that way in those terms, but that it can be BS, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it is. I mean, it can be. It can be. You know, one of the things that, that ignites me sometimes is when I hear of, you know, persons in their 20s and 30s who talk about you know, they had a teacher in sixth grade who said, you know, you would never amount to anything. You're such a this, you're such a that. Mm. And when you look, that person has become the valedictorian, going to Harvard, is now a doctor, a lawyer. I said, good for you. That's, that's the kind of belief that you need to have in spite of what everyone says, in spite of what all the evidence, all the evidence that's pointing to you. He said, no, 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 that's not me. I'm created in the image of God mm. and I'm going to go forth in, in, in that way. That's my promise. That's the promise from God. Okay. I love that. And I love that you say it yeah, despite the evidence and that acronym for evidence is, or fear is false evidence. False evidence of, exactly. So exactly. I, and I love that because that's exactly right that you, and I believe along the same lines that you do that 
we are, I love that when you hear that you're created in the image and likeness of God, it's like, it can't be much more clear than that. Right. And, so, and we have this beautiful gift of being on this planet that we can create our lives, how we wish them to be. And that exactly. is a really powerful, a powerful exactly. thing to be aware of. Exactly. And you know, one of the things I say to people, I said, who said that you must go to school and go to college and become a this and remain a this until the day you take your last breath. Mm. Especially if it's causing you so much unhappiness. Exactly. In your life. And, and, and a lot of times we pick professions and we pick you know, choices that, you know, what our parents want for us. Mm -hmm. We go to schools, we spend a lot of money on schools for education that we never use. Right. And then you just pay for it for a long time. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You're paying exactly. for it. Exactly. Oh my gosh. So you are a coach. Yes, and Tell I am. us a little bit about what you do and what your specialty is. And I would like to hear how you help somebody recognize and step out of their own BS. Because I think sometimes it's hard for you to even recognize that you're in it. Like we can't smell ourselves, right? <laughs> so I that is to true. Talk a little bit about exactly. That. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well with that and with, with clients that I have, a lot of what I do is, you know, making them aware of some of the statements that they make. And when you make a statement, I would say to you, okay, where is that coming from? Where's the evidence that, you know, what you're saying is real? And many times they have no evidence mm. for what they're saying. It's just something that's in their mind, in their belief system, something that they heard as a kid, something they just continue to believe. And you know, I know I, I, this is something that has worked for me as well. Sometimes I hear myself saying certain things and, and I've come to the place where I have to say, wait a minute, that's, you know, crap from years ago. That's not true. And I always challenge that voice that comes up and say, you can't do something. You're not good enough for this. So I'm, I'm, I'm having a, a, a fun time with the voice in my head that tells me no. I always say, I put that aside, I say, I'm going to show you otherwise. So you, you kind of attach a, a rebel spirit to that low. You let that know, that fear be a motivator to you. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely that and all the, 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 the naysayers and all the negative things that people say, those motivate. Those are great motivators. And you just, you just live your life and it's like, oh no, I can do what you, you know, say I can't do. And you do it. And so how, you know, do you, how do you get to that space? How do you move into that space where you're in that you can do that? Well, one of the things is you have to be true to yourself. You really have to have some good self-talk. You have to say to yourself, you know what? I am beautifully and wonderfully made in the image of God. You know, that's the starting point. And you really talk to yourself, you look at yourself in the mirror, and it's like, you know what, everyone can't be as beautiful as Beyonce, <laughs> or as handsome as Denzel, or whomever they think is beautiful or handsome. Mm -hmm. I am who I am, and God made me to be me for a reason, for, you know, for a purpose and a time such as this. And I need to walk in that. I mean, I bring everything back to God because we are nothing without him. And we, you know, and I said, once, once, once you become aware of who you are and your purpose in life, then you can have the vision and the goals and everything you can create. You know, some of, some of the, 
the tactics that we use, you know, we have visual, uh, vision boards mm -hmm. and journals, you know, those are all tools and tactics to help you to get to that same place that God wants you to be anyway. Yeah, for sure. And I, you know, I think that for me, it's been, it's hard growing up in an environment like I grew up in where there was a lot of spiritual wounding that took place. And I think that a lot of people deal with spiritual wounding and it makes it harder to, to call, to talk to God and they call the God, they call God the universe or some other generic term. But to me, I think it's all the same thing. And as long as you're believing in something bigger than yourself, I think is so important to believe in something bigger and greater than just your own mm -hmm. tiny, exactly. ego maniacal, tiny exactly. little world. <laughs> right. And, and, and whether you believe or not, the thing is to be true to yourself. Right. Exactly. To be true to yourself. In a healthy way. And how do you, do you have tips that you give people or that you, when you're working with someone that comes to you and like, they don't know what it means to be true to themselves. How do you help them to find that, that truth in them? How do you, how do you mine that gold out of the, out of all of the BS, shall we say? Sure, sure. Well, the one thing about coaching and, and that people need to know is coaching is all about asking questions of your client. It's mm -hmm. not about telling the client how to live. So the answer is within each of us. So you ask the coach based on what they have shared with you, ask the client, you know, the, you know, what, based on what they have shared with you. Okay. What does it mean for you to feel this way? You know, how does it, you know, how does it make you feel when you think that you have not accomplished what you've set out to do? And then I would say, okay, why do you think you haven't done that? So we list those out. And once you have that list and you recognize, you know what? The reason why I didn't accomplish this is really because I didn't do something, not because my boss didn't do it or my husband didn't do it or my children didn't do it. The responsibility at the end of the day is you. Right, right, exactly. And that's, it's all about that personal responsibility and taking action every day, small mm -hmm. actions. Exactly. Lead to big outcomes. Exactly. And I think it's so easy to get swallowed up in, um, a big overview, like if you have a big goal, it's easy to just let that overwhelm you and swallow you up instead of recognizing what you need to do to get there. Right. And it, and it goes back to the old adage, how do you eat an elephant? <laughs> you know, one right. bite at a time. Exactly. So yes, there are big goals and tasks in our life, but we have to say on a daily basis, what can I do to move the needle towards that particular goal? And those are the questions you ask yourself as you move throughout the day. I mean, a friend may call and say, hey, let's go to lunch. And, you, you know, it's a great thing. But you know what? I really have a project that I'm working on. And I really need to spend that hour doing that rather than spending time with the, you know, the friend for lunch. Mm, exactly. Again, exactly. it's being true to yourself, being aware of what's important and doing it when the time is right. There will always be time for lunches. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. And it's, it's, you have to adhere to your, well, like you said, your truth and your own awareness and your honor, your own system and what you need to get done and what is important to you. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. So I met you at a event that we were at for a business retreat. And one of the things that I absolutely love, 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 <laughs> and appreciate about you is how out of the box thinking you are. It just, it blew my mind every time how you were like, 
quiet, like you're taking it in and then you all of a sudden are like out of the box. And I love your thought process. And I was wondering if you could share a little bit about, about your thought process and how you, how you go about approaching things. Cause I think you have a really, really, really unique approach to life and problems and situations and how you deal with them. And just the, the bravery quotient that you have is really interesting. And I would love to hear your thoughts on a little bit about how Lisa's brain works. Well, that's a good question because I'm not sure myself. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know what I can really attribute, it, attribute that to. I mean, I know that I am a thinker. I'm an analyst. I spend more time thinking than talking. And I guess I go through the questions and the conversations. Okay, what if? You know, and being trained as a, you know, in economics, it teaches you to think in what ifs, you know, scenarios. So I, I always ask the question, what if you did this? What could be the outcome? And, you know, I seem to think ahead. I seem to plan ahead so that I know, <laughs> you know, some people get mad at me because I, I could plan my whole year in advance. The beginning of the year, I know that in April, I'm going to this conference. In August, I'm going on a two-week vacation. So that's the way I do it. I just plan it out and I make adjustments along the way. But usually if I say in the beginning, this is it, this is it. But to get back to your question, I'm not sure there's a, a system that I use or if it's something that comes naturally. It's just that, you know, just being aware of the possibilities, mm -hmm. the possible outcomes uh, and your decision. I do take, you know, some time to say, okay, what, you know, what if you do something one way? It could go this way, and if it goes that way, how do you, how would I respond to it? And so I seem to weigh the advantages, and sometimes you know, you have to, you know, you have to compromise. You have to compromise. I love that starting a, a, approaching a problem with from a what if point of view. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really creative way actually to handle problems to, to say, what if this happens and then visual answer that question. What if this does happen? I think that's really, really a powerful mm -hmm. tool that people can use. Exactly. Because even, you know, they're not you, analytical. even if they're not, because you can, you know, anticipate the negative uh, outcome or the positive outcome, depending on which route you take and what do you want? I think that's a powerful coaching tool and also a mindfulness tool as a mindfulness teacher. I think of, you know, to ask people to think that through, what if I do this thing and you can visualize in your mind where it's going to lead because we're, we're smart. We have experience in life. We're not fresh off the turnip truck. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's really a great tip. The what if I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> oh, I'll send you the bill. <laughs> And what do you have any other tips for people with coaching and how would you, how do you move out of your own BS? Recognizing the old voices trying to bring me back, recognizing thoughts. For example, for example, in December, I walked away from my job and that was a difficult thing to do. Uh, you know, I really wanted to do this coaching business because I think I would add more value to people doing this. And I know in order to do this successfully, I would have to focus on it 
So even after I left, my mind was saying, uh, you need to go back and find some work. You better go back to work. Mm. And I kept saying, no, in order for anything to happen, you got to walk away, leave the shore. Okay, leave the shore, get into the water, go out into the deep and, you know, and paddle away and see what happens. You don't know what's on the other side until you get there. Mm, it's a leap of faith. It's a leap, a total leap of faith. I mean, you sit and you hear the messages every Sunday about faith and what faith is. Sometimes you just have to jump mm. and, and do exactly what you say you're going to. And just believe that, that's, that there will be something there for you to stand on. And that's where a lot of people, a lot of my clients are, you know, they're, they're fearful of what the future will bring because, you know, having a quote unquote sure check, you know, which is not necessarily a sure check anymore, sure paycheck. Right, right. Um, but just being true to yourself is, is, is the bottom line. Being true to yourself and what you really want. I love that. And I think, you know, that's actually where that what if question can get you in trouble and maybe paying attention to that mind because we do, we can be, instead of thinking what if positive scenario, we can think what if worst case scenario. Exactly. And listen to that voice of fear. And with faith or fear, they're like, they're opposite sides of the same coin. And it's exactly. like, which one are you going to listen to? Exactly. And how, and how do you want your, your, your story to be told after you're gone? That's an important thing to think about. Yeah. Yeah. How do you want your story to be told after you're gone? Oh, yeah. Because no one tells the story of the people who were just fearful and <laughs> stayed in their cubicle. And <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Didn't well, go for it. Oh, this is Bob. He never went for it. Let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. oh, no one wants to talk about that because it's really about our own individual the hero's journey, right? I love, I love the hero's journey. Mm -hmm. And I love the definition of a hero and what it means because heroes aren't people who just show up for themselves. They're not like, I took care of me, I'm a hero. It's really about showing up for other people and being a hero for other people. And you're a hero in other people's eyes because of the beingness that you're putting out into the world. Right, right. And our life really is about, you know, other people and serving other people is we, we aren't on this earth for ourselves. <laughs> we are here for other people. We have something for others mm. and we just need to know what it is and we need to share it because what's the point of having what you have if someone else doesn't know that you have it? <laughs> Love that. Do you have a special way or a tool that you use to help people hone in on their own gifts and talents and find what that is in them. How do you help them to recognize that voice? That's, that's a good voice. To find their strengths you're, you're referring to. Yeah. I, yeah. Your gifts, yeah. your talents, whatever that, th that thing is in you. Yeah. The best way to have someone answer that question is to say, what would your best friend say about you? Or what would your mother say about you or everyone around you? What would they say about you? And that's where the answer, it's easier for you to answer that question that way than for you to answer that question yourself. Isn't that interesting? Why do we have such a hard time seeing ourselves? Do you have any ideas? I'm just curious if you have, if you've ever thought about that and I've thought about it a lot and yeah. my answer is, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think because what I'm no, what I've noticed also that a lot of us are introverts, and <laughs> introverts don't necessarily talk about themselves, good or bad. 
Mm. That's true. And a lot of the population is introverted. Exactly. If we didn't have introverts, we wouldn't have computers and the internet and so many tools that we use. For the sure. Introvert, the introverts all the extroverts would be too busy during a party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, be, we'd all be partying, you know. Hey. Oh my gosh, this is gonna have a good time all together. It'd be great. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. We have a few more minutes. Is there anything that you want to share? What you're working on? Where people can find you? Where people can find your work? Any word I, wisdom? Sure. Uh, one thing I'm working on right now is. I'm writing a book. I haven't told too many people. So here it is, whoever's listening. <laughs> I'm writing a book. And the book is on focus. Mm. And I found that to be like the major element that helped me in the last year or two to come to this place. And focus is, it's, it's, it's very strong. It's very magnetic. But it's something that if you don't have it, it will derail all of your plans. Mm. So you have, you have to know what it is and you, know how to, you have to know how to apply it into your life. So that's one thing I'm working on. So book on focus and really just working on developing some courses to help people in a number of areas. Uh, time management, which is not really time management. Uh, all of us have, you know, 24 hours. You don't have to manage your time. You just have to prioritize what you need to do, what's important to you, and schedule those things that are priorities. You know, if your family is a priority, you know, include that in your schedule. Prioritize your family. And not everything that you do uh, is a priority once you really sit down and uh, recognize that. And you have to be able, what you need to manage in your day are distractions. Mm. Mm. That's powerful. Yeah. You know, being able to say no to people, being able to stay off of social media, being able to not answer that phone call that's not important, being able to tell someone no. I love that. And that ties right back into the focus, what you were talking about. Exactly. And, and it's being true to yourself and being aware. That's beautiful. You're such a powerful person. You're a powerful creator, which is why I asked to, if you'd be on my podcast right when I got to know you, because you are such a powerful creator. You're a woman of power and integrity. And if, if somebody standing in your presence can really feel it, and not only that, but also feel your true, true, authentic love that you have for other people. Totally, and I find you to be very powerful too. And you know, you being the 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 opposite side of me as far as personality is like, you know what? In that room, you know, you and I got along well. We were always paired up, and it's like, oh man, this is like my my soul sister right here. <laughs> it worked out. I know. I love when I have someone like you to bounce ideas off of, and that you're yeah. so rational, logical, honest. And those are really wonderful traits to find in somebody. So I appreciate Thank you. That. Thank you. Yeah, same. And I, you know, return the same to you. We, oh, thanks, Lisa. Okay. Can't wait to get to Arizona where we can really go to Starbucks or wherever and spend some time. 
Definitely. <laughs> and we will. Well, I'm going to share your, um, all of your links that you want to give me information for your book, all of that great stuff. And thank you for, um, telling us about that here first. I'm very excited. I will definitely read your book. So I will, um, sign us off now, Lisa. Awesome. Great. Have a great day. Thanks for being here. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Powerful Creator Show. If you like what you've heard, you can subscribe on iTunes or go to thepowerfulcreatorshow.com and join our email list so you never miss a future episode. I hope you have a powerfully creative day. Thank you.